Okay, so since you guys uh, you guys didn't bring coffee today, no. but, but I'm, I was prepared. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna make you this Canyon coffee. I know the guy who started this and he's a drummer in a band called Wildling. Okay. He started it with his girlfriend, yeah. Cool. I was admittedly a bit nervous for this interview. <laughs> I've been a fan of Fanagram for a while, and when Josh and Sarah came by, they were um, so cool. I, Way cooler than me. Well, I usually just use a Keurig okay. <laughs> when okay. I wake up, which is, yeah, not very fancy, but... That's okay, if you like it, that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, works. It but works. When I'm, like, really, when I want, like, good coffee, there's a place called Mugshot Coffee kind okay. of a, a couple blocks away from me, and I get a Thai iced Ooh. coffee. Those are good. Yeah. I've been following their music for years, but I really didn't know much about how Josh and Sarah started their band. So it was a lot of fun spending the afternoon with them, learning about their journey and how they got to where they are now. I used to be a barista. You did? Yeah, he did. I did before. Uh, for a long time, huh? Yeah. Uh, where did you work? In Saratoga Springs, New York, okay. uh, at a place called Uncommon Grounds. Okay, mm -hmm. I've heard of that place. Yeah, it's good. So I did lattes and all that. Did you do like latte art? I did. Did you get into nice. it? Yeah. Nice. I got really into it. Did you? Yeah. Did you what, kind, what kind like, of art though would you get like make? I mean like the, leaf? the classic like <laughs> the leaf, leaf thing and then the hearts. I do like little dollop uh, drops and take a toothpick and run it through. Oh my God, that that's really yeah. advanced. Whoa. Sort of, well, I don't know. <laughs> there are <laughs> yeah, people that were so. way better than it. Welcome back to my caffeine withdrawal. Josh and Sarah are a real team and it shows. They've been cultivating their sound and their band for yeah. years, and I really learned a lot from them. Okay, we're almost done here. <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay. For it. Or yeah, you, you do or it. it. Okay. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> it might mess up you the flavors. <laughs> okay. Cheers, yeah. Cheers. Thanks Thank for you. coming over having coffee. Yeah. Thanks for having us. at your house most of this album and did you like write there and stuff too or was it like you did writing sessions and then brought everything to the house or yeah we, we wrote there um, uh, most of it we wrote and recorded most of it and then we went out to Rancho de la Luna which is a kind of well-known studio um, in Joshua Tree yeah um, we were there for about two weeks maybe a little bit more than two weeks and uh -huh. kind of caught the caught the energy vibe apparently that joshua tree really has and um you can definitely hear it in the record yeah but yeah. most mostly uh we we did it at um our studio yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's so nice and it was the first time you recorded in los angeles or no this no, has okay. been maybe that was this well the second the third, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, our first album was recorded in upstate New York in a mm -hmm. barn on my parents' property. Okay. And then the second release, which was like we wanted to call it a mini album, but I guess it's considered an EP, was done in a barn in upstate New York as well. Uh huh. The third album was written, and a lot of the demos were recorded in a different barn studio in upstate New York. Okay, cool. And then we finished that in LA. The last <laughs> album was LA, and then this one. 
kind of went took us back to our roots as far as even though we're in la and it's a proper studio um it was like it served as our think tank and like just a good vibe for the two of us to make music and like go back to this feeling of not being on anybody else's clock yeah just doing whatever we wanted to yeah after putting out so many albums yeah how has it changed like like starting out in the beginning how you wrote songs and then yeah you know until now like what would you say the biggest difference is um I don't know. I think there's not much of a difference, I would say. We still kind of do the same thing we started uh, when we started the band. Um, Like we both uh, either write together Mm -hmm. or come up with stuff separately and kind of like bring them together. If he's stuck or if I'm stuck, we we switch files and we bring them together and we just... It's all kind of been the same since the beginning. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just how we work. But. I'd, I'd say the biggest difference between then and now is we've worked with like some collaborators on stuff. Yeah. Um, on the new album, we worked with uh, Billy Corgan, um, Dan Wilson. Uh, let's see. This Morgan. girl, Morgan Kibbe from M83 and White Sea. And um, Alan Rubin from Nine Inch Nails plays drums on one of mm-hmm. the songs. And so it was just like really cool to have different people um, come in and just like put their, and you know, a buddy of mine plays bass on a lot of this stuff. Just like put their own kind of flavor yeah. on it. I mean, like we were the musical directors of it, everything, but, okay. um, you know, it it was just fun to kind of try things a little differently yeah Yeah, it was fun to have have people come into our space i guess that was the best part about having our own studios we had the space and we had the tools that we could legit record whatever we wanted to and um people could just kind of come and feel our vibe i guess yeah instead of going you had already created an environment and then mm-hmm. they yeah. kind of like fit to your environment rather than you feel yeah yeah, yeah exactly. that's cool yeah and how did you guys meet how, from, go back to the beginning for me because i don't we met in free school okay okay yeah i thought i like that you grew up together and yeah yeah, yeah. we've known each other since i mean i don't really think we met in preschool but we did go to preschool together okay it wasn't like hey what's up i'm sarah <laughs> yeah hey, what's we up, probably Josh? played like tag or okay I, I may have, like pulled her hair or something i yeah. don't know yeah um, but we grew up together um we went to high school i think we became close friends um and yeah, basically just mm-hmm. grew up hanging out after school. And mm-hmm. and were you both starting to make music already like when you were in high school? And no, no okay. No, mm-hmm. so back then in high school, um, <clears throat> after school I would like, one of my best friends lived right next door to Sarah. Yeah. And I was really good friends with Sarah and Sarah's sister, Becky, as well. And there was a community of kids that would hang out at this intersection in our town, like the neighborhood where that we called the crossroads and everybody would meet there and hang out. And mm-hmm. I was really into skateboarding and stuff like that. And she had a trampoline in her backyard and there just 
we'd <laughs> yes. all just have fun. And, <laughs> the and the people out. who have the trampoline, I feel like, oh, <laughs> you always yeah. go to their house in my <laughs> It's like either a trampoline <laughs> my, or a swimming pool. Yeah, really. the trampoline yeah. or swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of where we really, our friendship really started developing. And then um, music came... Uh, I mean, I come from a musical family. Okay. Um, Your parents played music? Yeah, yeah. My my mom plays piano. My dad plays guitar. My <laughs> brother plays guitar. My sister plays piano. Okay. And um, I've always been interested in music, but I didn't really play music until like, you know, I was like 18 or something. I got a four track and started recording stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and Sarah, you you played piano and stuff a little, right? Yeah, I um I would I kind of just grew up singing yeah. to the radio in my room, mm-hmm. and um my my mom had a her her mother's piano. Uh, she was a professional piano player, uh, so we had this piano that I would I guess just kind of learned how to play classical pieces but only by ear because i don't i don't know how to read yeah but i but we played uh we were in a band together played the saxophone josh played the drums oh yeah like Um, high school band high school school. i played saxophone too oh nice (laughs) Nice. yeah (laughs) so it it was mostly just i mean that kind of stuff um but none of no no specific type of writing or yeah i guess producing and like writing uh, putting down ideas until josh and i met back up it was like 2005 i think 2004 um we randomly saw each other at church christmas eve (laughs) yeah and we're like whoa in your hometown or in in our hometown okay okay christmas eve and uh it was great because we were just like sweet i forgot about you for a minute and then we just like instantly just became super close again and yeah um, josh would uh let me listen to the music he was working on and okay the beats that he had i was his biggest fan i thought he was just the coolest thing ever and he um asked me to sing on one of his songs uh and i was i was like whoa i guess so that's cool yeah maybe i could do it yeah. And Were you pursuing music at all at this point? No. Or is it, okay. No, I, I I had no intentions really. I, I always just thought it was something that, I, I don't know. It wasn't like, a, hey, I'm going to go follow my dreams. Yeah. Um, it just kind of fell, fell perfectly together because I, I was creating. I was an, um, a, like a visual artist. I went yeah. to school for visual arts. So. I guess I was expressing myself that way, which mm-hmm. was beneficial for the band in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. yeah, we make oh, t-shirts totally. and yeah, that's and what good when you can do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Design the know? cover of the EP and yeah, things like that. No, it was totally. help- yeah. it was helpful, but um, but yeah, I had no idea that I could even uh, write or express uh, musically. But Josh taught me everything I know. Taught me how oh, to produce wow. and play guitar and write and write lyrics it taught me everything yeah um so yeah from there we just kind of decided to hit the ground running and um we're like let's start a band and then we started a band nice yeah yeah i mean i think once we recorded a a song a demo I just asked her. I was like, "Hey, do you want to start a band? Because this sounds really good." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, here's the condition: if we start a band together, we're gonna we're gonna 
do this. We're yeah. like, we are doing this 100%. Right. And she was like, okay, we have nothing to lose. So we started just messing around, making these demos and stuff. And basically 10 years later, here we are. You yeah. Know. And you would just record them or would you, uh, did you have friends that would help no, you with these demos? I, I, back then I would engineer yeah. and produce and record everything. And We had these know. really crappy microphones and yeah. um, we just used what we had, which was really, it was exciting. Cause yeah. We, just, yeah. we didn't have anything other than a recording uh, device on your computer, which was the first logic ever made. Um, yeah, I had like Logic Express 4.2 or something. <laughs> and, uh, that would crash all the time. And just freeze, yeah. And, and I had a interface, like an M-Audio interface and some some crappy Radio Shack mics and some kind of okay mics. Yeah. And, and we just, and guitar pedals and we did what we could. And, mm -hmm. and uh, the, my first instrument is the drums and stuff. Okay. So uh, I... You know, we'd record drums and chop them up and, and sample off records and make beats. And that's sort of how everything kind of evolves. Yeah. Do you um, now did when did you guys start feeling like you could play like shows and things like that? Or was it mostly just recording and creating the songs? And well, we we played our very first show. Um, we had two two songs on myspace yes myspace yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody listening that's a real thing i think it still exists i remember like discovering people on my you know like yeah. there were, like the, oh, yeah. there was like the, the days when it was like oh these are the people i know because of myspace you know yeah. and like it was definitely like a thing that's yeah. actually that's kind of how we got discovered okay cool um yeah so you just yeah. started uploading your songs to myspace and yeah. kind of gaining uh, fans that way yeah, yeah that's awesome and um and we we well sarah and i would make demo cds mm -hmm. um and just hand them out uh on the streets in saratoga springs yeah like, hey uh, check it out you know if you don't like it it might make a good coffee toaster, <laughs> you know? yeah totally um but people were really loving the music yeah. so we had two songs and we were asked to play like a, a show at the local like DIY kind of place called King's Tavern, which okay. was like a lot of punk bands and hip hop groups and, and indie stuff. Um, so we only had two songs, but we were like, yeah, we'll do it. So mm -hmm. we spent like two weeks just cramming, try to come come up with a 45 minute set. And we, we did it. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom just gave me that DVD. And was it just day. you guys in... The band in that first, yeah, or it was just you it two. It was just, just the two, two of us for okay. a, a few years, actually. We yeah. just, okay. we went and toured around the U.S. Um, and kind of switched, uh, uh, switched uh, responsibilities like driving, who would drive, who would just you two do the, the merch. Okay, yeah, I mean. uh, load in, load out. We would do sound check because we had our own mixer because we didn't want to trust any. Um, sound guy because they were all pissed off at yeah. bands okay. that would come in. <laughs> yeah. um, and we were very particular about how we wanted to sound. Yeah. So, um, very and, particular, yeah, like, yeah. Back then we both had uh, samplers and chaos pads and we okay. were kind of like do, doing a lot of juggle work making our music and, and adding layers live. Drum machine stuff, yeah. Live looping and, and things like that. And But we spent we did a lot of touring, just the two of us, and mm -hmm. uh, played in front of 
empty rooms for a long time yeah but then we next time if there were like five people at a show we show up again in that city and there were like 15 people and it just built exponentially i mean we toured our asses off yeah um, and then eventually got a drummer Uh then got a van and then (laughs) it you know just just builds and builds and now we have the whole shebang we have backing players and bus, yeah. buses and a whole crew and, yeah you know do you remember any moments in like the the first bit where you were sort of like oh this is really like i mean it sounds like you were in it 100 percent from the beginning like you're just gonna keep going till it did work but yeah. do you remember moments when it um when you were like oh this is working like 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 maybe a certain song or a certain like a shift you know uh, what i mean yeah i don't it's hard it's hard because that that is a um a reoccurring question and it's always really? hard to yeah because yeah. It, it's it, it is like when did you real when did it when did it all kind of click and happen but we just everything was happening while we were doing it yeah um, yeah we were it was so exciting to us to sleep in our cars and we got to open up for uh other bands um yeah. or yeah. bands would take us out on tour mm-hmm. um and I, I almost sorry to interrupt you but like the way i kind of see things clicking were, were uh-huh. like everything kind of clicked as it progressed you know yeah. like mm-hmm. like what, it was always like another late like oh now there's more people in the audience oh now mm-hmm. we're yeah. open we're opening for this bigger band or yeah, now. So every, yeah. every little thing was a milestone for us yeah. even if it was like oh we got a hundred listens on myspace today that was yeah. like success and then yeah. yeah and then we were on the cover of like the tri uh state area uh arts magazine or or newspaper and mm-hmm. that was like yeah we're doing it so yeah everything was kind of a milestone and then yeah 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 mm-hmm. and then what about um not doing it down but like like this is going to be your fourth, or this is your fourth album. Is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Correct. fourth full length. We, yeah, uh, minus the album the- we did with Big Boy, and mm-hmm. our, I like to still call it our mini album. Yeah, six mm-hmm. song EP. But yeah, yeah we've been yeah, doing we've been doing it for a been nonstop. Yeah, have there been so? But then have there been times when you felt like oh things aren't progressing and they're not clicking. Well, and the, have you had moments like that where? Well, all I can say in response to that is being doing this, yeah, um, for professionally for ten years is uh, has taught me a lot about patience uh-huh. because there have been times where I lack patience and I if I don't see certain results right away, mm-hmm. I think the worst. I go like to just from just to the worst place um yeah and i'm getting better at that because i realize that things just take everything has its own time and yeah. um so that's basically like how i look at things now yeah you know? yeah there's always going to be ups and downs but as long as like you just keep working really hard and, and stay patient you know? yeah are there certain um i guess like are there certain things you do like when you feel like things aren't clicking or is there certain ways that you like keep keep moving through it or is it just time you think it's time like, and yeah. often i gotta just call sarah and yeah, she'll yeah be like, it's good you guys have each other to <laughs> yeah. yeah she'll be like shut up we're fine you know? <laughs> yeah like, like, you're, like you're, you're overthinking this like, we're, always like i always like 
like some sometimes like if things aren't going like exactly how I want them, I'm like, oh shoot, I'm gonna have to start waiting tables again or something. Yeah, I go, I go to like <laughs> the worst thing I can think of. I mean, not that waiting tables is bad, but I we I did that forever. I don't yeah, want to go I, back to something like that. You know? <laughs> and it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but, no, you know. I I know what you mean. I feel like sometimes when like if you had a lot of success, then then now there's the anxiety too of like oh, but how long does this last and how do I keep yeah. like proving myself and like do I have more to say and, right. yeah, and all of that sure. kind of thing. Totally. I think we have, uh, I mean, we've organically have grown like a, you know, we have a real true fan base um, yeah. that we've purposefully have have taken this route of doing it the way that that where we are at now. And so... I think there's always there's just we always want room for growth, uh-huh. um, and and that's why it's always just still exciting because um, I think for this album it, it's I'm so excited that it's finally released and yeah. it's nothing like our last one and our last one is nothing like the one before yeah. and um, we just still get to keep doing all awesome things and hopefully we'll. Um, get to a point where uh you know more tour more shows go to asia go other places we've never been to yeah yeah um, collaborate with artists that you know want to collaborate with us yeah that are fans and mm-hmm. yeah we just kind of keep keep going yeah, yeah. um exciting. when it comes to like subject matter um with this album what did you did you want to focus on um certain Things or like when when you go into like make the next album, I guess like did you guys have certain like themes or certain things you were? Not really. We always try to do that before. Uh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. kind of maybe like set a specific type of goal, but then yeah, it just never turns out right. Like as you're way. writing, you think of other things and you think of we just yeah. kind of go and f- it, we follow the sounds. I don't know. It it's Yeah, exactly. Cause I yeah, I try to I'm like, okay, this is the mission statement for the album. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is what's what our MO is gonna be and I think the more you try to do that do that is like yeah, I think just like letting things flow naturally is the best, really. You know? Yeah. Um I'm curious about dealing uh i know on the last record you lost your sister Mm -hmm. um and something that i thought was so cool is um some of the work you've done with like suicide prevention thanks um things i'm curious about like how you know when it's right to i guess like work with certain like charities and certain and that kind of thing like how you decide to pick like as because your band has gotten so much bigger from the beginning and then at like what time you I mean obviously that one probably made sense yeah. you know yeah but um like which like what charities you choose and that kind of thing yeah it just kind of c- comes natural I think we we anything that we want to support or help or just be a part of where we yeah. can we always kind of can reach out and say hey you know let's like for for um the ASFP, um, American Foundation Suicide Prevention, uh, we donated all of um, 
the uh what do you call it how do you say it donated the song the, the pro- proceeds, proceeds. yeah donated the, yeah donated the proceeds of the songs that we released um i love the saturday song yeah yeah you. that yeah. one's like one of my favorite songs of you guys is honestly Thanks. That's, i love that one thank we you did, we didn't Wait, write it what yeah. yeah i didn't even know that yeah. oh, i wish I'm, i, I didn't. no that's okay wait i also liked <laughs> no I, I always am afraid to sing covers at shows because i always mm-hmm. feel like people are gonna be like that was my favorite song and it's like the one you didn't you <laughs> right. didn't write but it's so beautiful honestly Thanks. i love yeah. it so it's, it's very different magical yeah it's different than the original um, yeah yeah the, it's a I don't, I'm not sure if you know who Sparkle Horse is, but it's no, a... No, oh, I don't know that band. Awesome. Uh, well, oh, it's, sadly, it, it's the work of a guy named Mark Linkus. Okay. And he took his own life about six years ago okay. or something like that. So, And we recorded that cover a long time ago, and it sounds much different than his version. Yeah. Uh, but we found it... Um, you know, apropos to have that as part of like yeah. the two A and B side um, recording that we donated yeah. to the AFSP. Yeah. And we also made shirts as well um, that we donated the, um, I think all all of the. I think so. Yeah, to that. And we toured, we did at least one or two tours where, um, a dollar to every ticket that people bought to the shows would be donated to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we try to do our best to raise awareness and um, regarding mental health and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you feel like, I mean, being on tour and the ups and downs of, you know, like you were saying, patience and the ups and downs of that kind of life, like how do you guys like deal with your mental health and like keep healthy? Are there certain things that you do? Like, you know, this shows like so much about like morning routines and like being creative. And like, that's one way that I, you know, just I'm like, okay, what am I going to do this morning? I have like this, these few set things Mm -hmm. that sort of like, I'd make my coffee, Mm -hmm. meditate, you know, like that, that like sort of helped me just be like, okay, I have those to look forward to, you know, are there things that you guys have sort of developed over time? And especially, you know, like after dealing with um, your sister's death and like that you've sort of figured out that help you. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Becky's death was a big, uh, eye-opening kind of just a, a, a awakeness to to um, the way that I and us I can speak for the both of us uh, how who, like we get so consumed and so just in like engulfed into f- everything fantagram and ev- yeah and people you know interviewers would ask us like oh what else do you guys like to do like what else what other yeah. like nothing what do you mean <laughs> like what is there something else that we should be doing yeah, yeah. it becomes like kind getting, of a bubble like oh we you know the the next mm-hmm. thing you have to do and yeah. the next music to put out and yeah and and uh, it's kind of developing some sort of strange guilt um of if if i wasn't working on fantagram or working yeah. on something that w- was part of fantagram then i was dis- then i wasn't being the right person or something like yeah. if i wanted to watch a movie instead or i wanted to 
go see friends yeah. or something. There, there was mm-hmm. oh, there, there had been this really strange guilt surrounding all of all of it, and I, and I don't, I don't know how that happened. I, I, I know. I think it started just obviously from us really, really wanting to make yeah. something of this band. But after a certain amount of years of, of that, um, I realized that I was very, uh, it, it affected me. And um, I needed to actually say, okay, I need a, I need to not think about Fantagram and be okay with it. Yeah. and And go see my family that yeah. I haven't seen or go to a wedding that I normally I miss skip everything just because yes. of, we'd always be focused on fantagram so I think just m- mindset of knowing that you need separation and and knowing that you need to take care of your mental health just the way that you need to take care of your going to the gym and taking care of your your physical health yeah um, it's just as important. So all those things I, I'd never been aware of until um, Becky passing and realizing a lot about uh, not. I mean, when she passed, it was a it was a whole different thing because I didn't even understand what I don't know. I guess mental health, how important it was. Yeah, like how bad um, it could get. Like if someone's having mental, a hard mental yeah, illness how, and yeah. and how m- mental illness is. I mean, it's. It's a lot more. Um, it's uh, it. There's a lot more of it, and that you can that that you personally can have, and you might just think that it's oh, this is a crazy person. I mean, that, not yeah. that that's how I felt, but it just or woke just me like up like a lot. deal with it, like get better, like yeah, change, just change your attitude. But sometimes it's not that simple. It's really complicated. And yeah, it's not lots of layers. And, yeah, yeah, you're not going to grow out of it. You have to actually. Yeah be aware and take initiative and and take care of yourself so that that was that's kind of what I do now I mean I, I don't do anything specifically other than I talk about it more I talk yeah I I, I talk about my feelings instead of um, always just running to the song and like putting things into songs I, I do yeah. that as well but I also uh, actually can use my words and speak about it now. <laughs> yeah. And it, it helps me. That's what helps me. No, yeah. It's funny how just talking to a friend can like light, can make something feel lighter. Like you mm-hmm. don't feel as, it doesn't weigh on you in the same way. And yeah, each exactly. time you talk about it, it's like, yeah, lighter, easier. Also, I'm a huge fan now and I always um, like to just spread the word that um, therapy has has saved my life and I always try and recommend it to anybody who can um uh get seek actual professional help as much as talking to friends can do uh, can definitely help and is with family as well but professional help is uh a, a very big difference in um growth um yeah and I always just try and say it as much as I can to people therapy is yeah is great yeah I love therapy I go to therapy as well yeah (laughs) and I and I never grew up going like my there's there's definitely been like there's been a lot of like mental health issues and addiction issues in my family and I like but it was never Never. that was never part of the equation and I discovered it more as like an adult and then I was like oh this is really has helped me and yeah are there any specific like tricks or 
tips or like any you know how there's certain like therapists like that that have specifically helped you that you can remember um i mean or is uh, it just the talking and yeah, the, yeah just, just um just i don't know I, the, the one thing because because it's hard to it it is hard to explain but once you give it a chance yeah i mean it's frustrating to i think at first uh even a long time ago when I had no money and yeah. the thought of spending this a certain amount of money and giving it to a person that I'm talking to for 45 minutes and I'm driving an hour to get to this this woman every single week yes. it's like it's very hard to be like yeah I'm I'll be fine like I don't need yeah. like I can't I don't want to spend my money on that but it's actually the smartest thing you could spend your your money on obviously if it's the right fit um, yeah because you're just bettering yourself in every single way where if you didn't do that, then yeah. it, it could just be detrimental to your to your life. Um, also, I used to feel like, at the, like I remember the first time I went and I was like, this is making me more upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I think I would just like keep things in for so long. Of course. And then I was like, oh, and then, I, you know, I gave it time and it's like, it, it helped so much. It's but all, like, it's, it's also a process. Yeah. It's not just like the one time, you no, know. It's, yeah. And it's also really, really scary to admit um and I think it's scary to to learn about it's scary to learn that you might have issues that you have to figure out and and um from the past or the way you were grow you grew up or the way your parents raised you or yeah. the way they didn't raise you or whatever it is yeah. it's, it's really scary in the beginning because you just you don't want to know that you have problems, uh-huh. but it's actually, it's not as scary as you think. It's just, it it's con- has to be consistent. Yeah. You have to learn slowly, Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, I guess I just, I would say give it, give it some time. Yeah. Um, now that um, I, well, I, first of all, I really related to the whole like you have to take time for your family and 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 you have to take time to have like breaks from the thing you love because I know like yeah. I feel very similar that like when I first moved to New York City to do like acting and music it was like I didn't go I missed every wedding mm-hmm. missed every you know mm-hmm. thing um um so between like the last album and now and like what are some of the things you've done like gone to go do or have you taken any vacations or like yeah we we <laughs> do you guys gone to any vac- cool places yeah we yeah. take vacations we plan ahead we're like okay i'm not going to be available this week so yeah. let's make this week this is the time that you can go do something and you can go do something yeah um yeah. and just, just yeah you went to thailand recently I went oh, to Thailand um, really cool. a year a year ago, a year, maybe two years. Yeah, time is blending together a bit. But I, I went know. to Thailand, um, which was amazing. And you know, uh, about a month ago, I went to Mexico for a week. But it, oh, that's fun! Like just these, did you go with friends or did yeah, you just by yourself? Yeah, I went. Okay. I went with some friends. Um, but these are like things that people should be allowed to do, and we yeah. we just spent our most of our career thinking that we can't because we're not going to get ahead. So like paying attention, like for me, um, just doing normal things is a huge, cause I, I used to like, if I did go to even the movies or something in the back of my mind, I'm like, Oh, I should be in the studio writing yeah. right now. And like, I couldn't enjoy myself, mm-hmm. but now like I just taking time to do things that 
normal people do is a big deal and i know it sounds silly no i totally like i love grocery shopping i love because for so long i was just never like now i've been home for a few months but for so long there's always like another project or this or that and i'm like i love just like going grocery shopping like planning a night for like my friends to come over or Mm -hmm. like you know right absolutely yeah Yeah, and like going out to eat just doing normal things you know um can really slip away from you if you if you let it um yeah. yeah. Well, and I think if you have something you love, like you love the band and you love making music, then there is like that you, that guilt of like, oh, am I, yeah, you know, not tending to the thing that is like so important to me. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's also the idea of like always feeling like you can't say no to every opportunity. So it kind of turns into that as well. You're like, oh, well, I'll miss this opportunity if I'm not sitting in the studio waiting for something to a eureka moment to happen I'm not gonna write that hit that song that's gonna get us to <laughs> yeah. wherever yeah. but yeah it, we, we fact, had a lot of trouble saying no for yes a long time. yeah we would yeah. say yes to everything to everything <laughs> yeah it, like, to be like oh it might not come around like you should take every yeah you know, strike yeah. while the iron's hot and all that yeah it just um, never stopped but and we still do have i i think we still do have a little bit of a problem saying no but you know we're getting better as we go yeah yeah figuring it out um (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious about like just like more like the business side of it too as far as like how are you guys because like you said you've been doing this for 10 years like how do you think about like your team members like your management and even your band like from the beginning like how did you find your first manager did you have Mm -hmm. one or were you guys just myspace and go yeah um uh well it's funny (laughs) so we were discovered on myspace and uh the guy who discovered us happened to be have he had a connection with barsook records which are based in seattle um and they're responsible for acts like death cab for cutie Mm -hmm. and not a surf and stuff um and so he handed off our music or maybe just directed them to our myspace and we got a call from them and they're like hey so do you guys have a record like we really like your your stuff and i lied to him we didn't have an an album i'm like yeah yeah we have an album like yeah (laughs) like well we'd love for you to like send it to us so we could hear it so we like somehow i i was able to like not send it (laughs) but still keep their interest yeah we sent it and uh this guy josh rosenfeld started managing us who owns barsook and then we he was looking for a label to sign us and we were like well we like barsook a lot you want to sign do you want to sign us so put out our first album on barsook Mm mm-hmm and our first EP on Barsook, and then we moved, you know, as we built, we had um, like a bidding war with all these labels, and we ended up signing with Republic. And and you're still with Republic, right? Or Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And cool. just recently, we switched to new management. Um, okay. Uh, because I think our manager was getting just burnt out. Yeah. Like, he was with us for 10 years and juggling a lot of work. Yeah. And... I think it was that speaking of mental health I think that was kind of like grinding him down a bit um so we just we the amount of like work and like yeah yeah and at yeah. a certain time like relationship you, 
want different things and right yeah, and yeah. he has children and, okay. and a wife and so we parted ways amicably but we're really happy with our new management and um yeah yeah but like finding that new management how did you go about or was it just like we we met with several different okay managers and management companies and we the people that we found we really liked so you just liked them, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, they get us, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So so far, so good. It's still pretty new, but yeah. Um, when it comes to managers or like band members, is there something specific that you look for? I guess especially band members, because then you're like touring with them, and mm. are there certain things that you're the, like, okay, this kind of person, or like, yeah, or certain ways? I mean, I guess they have to be a good player too, but yeah, right, yeah. You have to have like, <laughs> energy, good good vibe on stage um and also i mean i, I for us we're, we were super close to our our whole crew we um i think we take pride in having really really good people that yeah. work with us um all around you know even our business manager and our lawyer and um uh management and um because uh, you are, I mean, it's your, it, it, the people on tour with you are basically, they kind of become your family because mm-hmm. um, yeah. we are with them all the time. And if you can't, if you don't really get along or you, you, you don't vibe, then um, it becomes very apparent in just your everyday, I think, activities and just life. You just don't, it's... Um, it just wears on you and yeah. there's there's a the you have to kind of everyone has to be happy because they know everyone knows how long they're going to be gone from <laughs> yeah. home yeah. and uh everyone knows that you know they're missing out on things or yeah. but they're also have to be really just happy to to be working yeah. with with us too you yeah. know yeah um and we've kind of we've seen both sides of that type of stuff. So we we are we we take it very serious and make sure that everyone's happy and yeah. um, that yeah. we are and and um, or else tour would just be a nightmare. Would hate yeah. it. We're pretty lucky to have the the crew that we have. You yeah. know, like and our players too. Like the the four of us all together. Uh, we have a guy named Nick Shellestack and on like guitars and multi-instrumentalist stuff okay. um and chris carhart on drums and stuff but and we're all we're all best friends and we make okay, each other cool. laugh and, and you guys have been together for a while then this yeah, particular almost, they've almost been playing years. for us for yeah six or, six or seven, seven years oh, wow, okay mm-hmm. and um and sarah was good friends with chris carhart before yeah we went to college band. together um, but and we've known Nick. We, we've known each other. We all lived in New York City. Okay, together in Brooklyn. And um, Nick used to play in, in this band called Exit Music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he um, he ended up leaving. So we snagged him because um, he's just a very passionate artist that really truly loves just being. In, yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 have a good time. When you guys are on tour, are you able to like write and things like that, or do you just leave that aside for? Or how does the writing, you know, writing spill over into? I've tried. I I can't. I can't accept it. I wish I could. Just- <laughs> I always hear about like these prolific artists, like 
Diplo, who's like <laughs> writing, or Tom York, who's just, if they're not on stage, then they're coming up with these incredible masterpieces. And I, yeah. wish, I wish I could do that, but I um, I can't. Josh is great He'll at have- making beats on on tour and we always end up doing stuff if we if we've been asked to collaborate for yeah. something we'll make we'll figure it out but yeah, yeah. It we've, doesn't... Ri- we've written like because we said yes to something on the bus and recorded and everything yeah like yeah i mostly do stuff on tour that's more in the box with my headphones on okay. and like uh just a midi controller and okay, maybe cool. a drum sampler and stuff because I'm really when it comes to writing songs on guitar, uh-huh. I'm very uh, private about that. Like I don't, yeah. I don't like knowing. Like you that guys don't do a ton around. of like sessions where you're yeah. like that way, or you don't. Yeah, I don't okay. want anyone being able to hear me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like maybe, maybe if it's just Sarah and we're writing together, but like if yeah. I'm just trying to write. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to do that on tour. Like I got to find a really quiet place. Yeah. Um, like um maybe if we have a couple days off in a city and and you have like a hotel room or something yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. um so it's mostly like beats and like electronic more or less stuff yeah and i I write my journal too yeah is there a favorite just because since you just released the record is there like a song that you're most excited for people to hear Mm. a favorite song (sighs) I don't know all. You uh, like a, a ceremony? Yeah, the the title track of the album is probably one of the favorite songs that we've okay. ever written. That we've ever written. Yeah. to me, I I love it. Um, yeah, I tend to like and this song called Gaunt Kids. I really like. Oh yeah, um, I listened to it the last uh, couple of days a bunch. And yeah, yeah, it's a good I, one. I like the more untraditional mm-hmm. songs, the ones that probably would never stand a chance on like radio <laughs> I like them, or anything yeah. i like them mixed in with the songs that could stand a chance on the radio yeah well that's why we write how we write <laughs> yeah you know? that's what yeah um do but you guys you, ever get in like like arguments or how and i'm sure you do because you've been together for so long but how do you well we're like brother and sister okay. you know so we've had our fair share of arguments but i mean overall we get along really yeah. well yeah um mm-hmm. it's the way it, I'm the kind of person who really likes to nip issues in the bud really yeah. quick. I um I hate it when people seem upset and yeah or there's tension, so I try to fix things. Thank God. Um yeah, because I'm the more stubborn one. Yeah, <laughs> she can be a little stubborn. I'm the yeah. stubborn but, one, but Josh that Josh comes in and we we figure like, stuff out faster. Yeah, than if it was up to me. Um, but yeah. not though that, that happens. No, it's a lot. good to have one person be like, "Okay, we need to just talk this out. Let's yeah. do this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just kind of we 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 blend well together because you know jo- Josh. I always, <laughs> I always uh, talk about how when I was growing up, I was listening to um, pop music like In Sync and Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Christina Aguilera and Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, um, like yeah, Destiny's Child, yeah. all of that stuff. And Josh was like the coolest. He had an older brother, um, has an older brother, and he. We always joke about he was listening to Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, when he was like five years old, <laughs> and and I, so so he has this just ultra cool. He's like the coolest 
human being if and i think he's the just he's real he's a real the legit kind of cool person cool dude yeah but you wouldn't know it because he doesn't he doesn't like try hard or whatever and i'm like (laughs) i'm like the i think the influenced kind of like we both love pop music but i always like i always we we kind of balance each other out because yeah he keeps me cool and i keep him uh, always wanting them to listen to more and sing songs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be influenced by uh, that kind of stuff so it really it you can you can hear it in our songs you can, yeah you can sure. hear it in our just full albums in general and just us in general we have this really perfect balance of uh coolness and britney spears ness I like to, <laughs> I like to call it like experimental experimental pop. music yeah. with no, a you're right. with a it pop like sensibility. Total, yeah, you know? yeah. Because we, we love the Beatles and and stuff yeah. like that, you know. And um, so pop is always a a thing that's in our nature. Um, trying to write like good hooks and stuff like yeah, that. But, absolutely. Um, yeah. What are you listening to right now that you're like into? Um, I. I love. It doesn't it. have to be I, I really new, love. I really love artists right now that are, uh, current stuff. Yeah. I always. I mean, we listen to everything, but um, current artists that are able to um, connect visuals really just incredibly yeah. with with their music. Like Rosalia, I'm mm-hmm. huge, just obsessed with her right now. I think her music videos and her voice and just her whole concept of it in every way is so cool and and uh artists like tara whack um again more more like well-known i guess artists like travis scott i love like just i love watching music videos and i I like asap rocky i love the i love the um the asap crew and um just anyone who takes that extra thought of connecting something visually yeah to their music it really goes far with me right yeah. now and we're because yeah. we're such visual artists yeah. in general and we've always thought it was just as important for us to have things happening behind us while we were playing mm-hmm. as uh it as the music was so mm-hmm. yeah that's the kind of stuff i'm i'm really i've been vibing on um yeah and uh what are you listening to I I've been listening to like a lot of kraut rock and stuff like can and okay I don't know uh, I I think kraut rock just means German oh, okay. like but it's like psychedelic music from more like okay. the late sixties to late seventies and some in the eighties but there's a band called Can I really like um, and I like just digging for like obscure stuff because I like to sample um, yeah and uh. Like stuff like um, uh, like Philip Glass and Steve Reich and mm-hmm. um, but I also listen to like I really love Wu Tang Clan and mm-hmm. and the Beastie Boys and Outkast and My Bloody Valentine and The Cure. I, I just yeah. I listen to everything really, yeah. you know. And I like some pop stuff too. Like yeah, I just I'm not a huge fan of like super glossy sounding things. Okay, per se, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but that's also how like we we mesh. You guys mesh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 
Well, I just have one more question for you, but um, <laughs> so since it's a coffee podcast, and you've probably been to lots of coffee shops like all over when you've been touring, yeah. If you could have your perfect like coffee date with anyone and anywhere, and you can like set the scene for me, <laughs> mm. what would it be? It doesn't have to be. It could be like crazy, or it could be simple. You know, like whatever. Um. Dream coffee date. <laughs> Dream coffee date. Um, um, it'd probably be those little like those little uh, like when you go to France or Switzerland, they have like the small milk and maybe it's like milk. I guess maybe cafe au lait. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're all just real tasty. Okay. And um, <laughs> uh, I would be sipping on it. I'd put, a little, I'd put one cube of sugar in it. And I'd have a nice long or short conversation with Missy Elliott. <laughs> in Switzerland, awesome. Um, in in the Alps, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, both of us are just like bundled up, but neither one of us want to ski, snowboard. We we'll just sip on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have a. Gatorade, Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't really like coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar-free Red Bull monster <laughs> yeah. mix Ew, drink. Gross. Uh, <laughs> shoot, what I what would I have? I mean, you don't have to have if, uh, pick any drink. It's you have to, whatever yeah. you dream, you know, like conversation and <laughs> beverage. Uh, no, nah, I mean, maybe if, if it is coffee, I'll, okay. I'll do it. Like, I like an almond milk latte okay. with a little bit of vanilla flavor in it nice and maybe i'll sit with larry david and we'll talk oh, about okay we'll talk about the texture of Ooh. scones or okay. something and like, oh, what, I love scones. you know what makes a good yeah. scone but All right. it's a tough one i mean there's a lot of people i really admire in this world and um yeah it depends on what kind con- kind of conversation you know Maybe yeah. Pee Wee herman or something oh or like, heck yeah or but also Maybe like your mom, yeah, my mom. <laughs> yeah, you I know. mean, there's a lot sure. of amazing people to, in the world to have coffee with. I yeah, know, so I it's know. really hard to pick one. It's really yeah. tough. <laughs> um, that's all that's I can a good, think of. Yeah, <laughs> those are great answers. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to my house and yeah. hanging out and having coffee. And thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Something that really stuck with me after talking to Josh and Sarah was the way Josh and Sarah interacted with each other, taking turns with questions and treating each other with so much steadiness, respect, and care. Like I said before, a real team. They have a new album out, Ceremony, and my favorite song so far is Pedestal. Be sure to check it out. And check out the show notes for links to a few things we talked about. And my Spotify playlist of music from the show. Thanks for listening and I'll be back next week.